Well, aloha, good morning, good afternoon. Hello from Maui, Hawaii. It's Michael Benner with today's Ageless Wisdom Mystery School, our free meditation and contemplation class. We'll go for about uh, oh, 25 minutes or so today. And then for those of you who are enrolled, we'll move over to a different location, a different website for the premium training, which begins at 1.30 Pacific, about a half an hour from now. And we'll cover in a little more detail a particular topic today. Every week in this free 30-minute forum or intro, uh, we'll talk about and foreshadow a bit our topic for the premium training that follows at 1.30. We'll primarily practice a meditation exercise and talk about some different aspect of meditation or contemplation every week. Last couple of weeks we've been working on breath and breath control and what in the Eastern traditions of yoga is called prana or pranayama, which is the life force or the breath of God, if you will, in Hawaii. This is really the more complete meaning of the word aloha, which is the force, as in may the force be with you. Prana is also known as chi or ki or kundalini or ilan vital. A religious person could say, hey, that's Holy Spirit you're talking about. Well, whatever is the spiritual energy that illumines and animates, isn't that a nice phrase? Not mine. It's in the ageless wisdom and the ancient teachings of the world's mystics, uh, esoteric philosophy. The energy, the spiritual uh, life force that illumines and animates us. And anxiety and stress and worry and nervousness creates a resistance to that energy flow through us. When you learn to breathe uh, and relax your muscles, sit aligned, you open yourself, you lower your resistance and open yourself to the flow of that prana or that chi force, that vital, vital, elan vital, that vital energy that I'll say it again, illumines and animates us. That's our vitality. That's our strength. That's the immune system healing you, repairing and replacing cells, and digesting food and such. But it's also your sensitivity to your emotions, your intuitive nature, your higher self, so to speak. So it also promotes intelligence as well as wisdom, insight, and understanding. So it's more of the essence of who you are. We can also call this life force love, of course, or consciousness. Today we're going to move a little further into our discussion and talk about safety from breath and the impact of breathing on our meditation to literally 
what happens in the body in terms of physical tension and emotional and mental pressure, if you will. We talk about tight muscles as physical tension. We talk about our mental anxiety and and the emotional components of it as pressure, tension, pressure. Basically, it means that we have a perception or a feeling that we're not safe, that we're in some sort of danger. That's almost never the case. It's a, a very important concept. In fact, if you took nothing else away from this class today, but the understanding that most of what we perceive as potentially dangerous is merely confusion and things we do not know and do not really understand. But we're hardwired in terms of the fight-or-flight response to believe anything that's confusing or baffling, anything that we don't really fully understand, like ourselves primarily, uh, is going to be perceived by the brain and the subconscious mind as potentially dangerous. So the more confused we are and the less powerful that we feel, the more likely we are to suffer all of the negative effects, physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually, of feeling as if we're in some sort of great danger. And the only thing we can do is either fight the danger, well, you're going to need tight muscles for that, or run. And you're going to need strong muscles for that. And your breathing is going to shift, and your brain waves are going to shift, your pupils are going to dilate, your pulse will increase, your blood pressure will go up, because the body thinks you're not only confused, you're in some sort of potential danger. And frankly, it's just what we call stress uh, is an inappropriate response to our confusion. What we need to do is relax, to meditate, to practice a form of contemplation, which effectively substitutes a more appropriate response for fight or flight. Now, if the danger were real, if you ever were facing any real, clear, and present danger, Fight or flight is exactly what you want. So that automatic survival mechanism, that response will kick into gear and the brain waves will shift and your muscles will get tight and you'll need that, quote, pressure to either fight or run away from or otherwise deal with the real danger. But 99.99% of the stress and anxiety that we face as I've already said, is not really dangerous. It's confusion. It's things unknown. That's why many people in the field of human potential and personal development will say fear needs to be thought of as an acronym, F-E-A-R, for false evidence appearing real. Or in the AA program, they have a version F-E-A-R, forget everything and run. <laughs> That's what fear is. It's false evidence appearing real. 
you're not in any danger. It just seems like you might. You know, fear of flying, I think, is a great example. I often say you were in greater danger driving to the airport than uh, on any airplane. You know, a single-engine Piper, <laughs> a Cessna flown by your neighbor. You're actually safer in that airplane, much less a commercial airliner, safer in the airplane than you were driving to the airport. Uh, you're in much greater danger in your bathroom, you're likely to slip and fall in the bathtub, than you are in danger from, let's say, terrorism. Even though we've spent a trillion dollars fighting terrorism, you're more likely to die from smoking cigarettes or eating bad food or slipping in the bathtub. These are the real dangers, but they don't look dangerous to us. On the other hand, the things that appear to be dangerous, international terrorism or flying on an airplane, are actually quite safe. So it's all a matter of perception, of knowledge, and of understanding, right? That's how we manage stress and anxiety, is with understanding, not with fight or flight. Again, if the danger was real, you come around the corner and there's a rabid dog growling at you with that look in its eye like it wants you for lunch, Good, you need that fight or flight. You're going to be stronger and run faster than you ever knew you could. Leap tall buildings with a single bound. <laughs> but when you come around a corner and you're not sure if you're going to lose your job or if you're, you don't know whether you're going to be able to pay your bills or somebody that you really care about is upset and angry with you and you don't know if they're ever going to forgive you or be reasonable about understanding why you did what you did. These are the things that stress us. It's the not knowing. In the premium training that follows, in about 20 minutes or a little less, I'm going to talk about the seven root fears. We touched on this a couple of weeks ago, and I want to review it today because of the first is real clear and present danger. The other six are all things unknown, and I think you're going to recognize them as I present them to you. And then, as a result of reviewing them in the premium training this afternoon, hopefully you'll be able then to carry that over into your life. And when you feel stressed or nervous or worried, you can stop and say to yourself, wait a minute, is this real danger? Or should I, in response to what might at first look dangerous, but really is just my confusion, my inability to understand and to control things, in which case I need to substitute a relaxation response for the fight-or-flight response. I need to breathe, Ah, relax and reassure the brain and the body, the brain-mind-body connection, that I really am safe, that I'm physically safe, that what feels like danger is just confusion, and what I need is understanding, not the ability to run fast and 
be strong physically. Okay, that's a very important concept. Your stress is things you do not understand, not danger. All right, it at one time was danger, but our ancestors survived most of that danger. What's dangerous to us now is very different than what was dangerous when we were living in the jungles and the forests and in smaller groups and tribes of people. As I say, probably the most dangerous thing any of us do besides, oh, driving on the freeway in the big city is going into the bathroom, slip and fall accidents. Tens of thousands of people die every year in their bathrooms. So be careful. (laughs) What are you eating? Look in the refrigerator. That's where the danger is. Are you still smoking cigarettes? Uh, Are you you getting enough exercise? These are the threats to us, these self-imposed dangers. Uh, Imagine if we had taken the trillion dollars that we have wasted, not to mention the carnage, all the lives that have been lost. And it's just unfathomable the the havoc and the destruction and the pain and the suffering that we've caused by fighting war to fight the terrorists that are largely mythical. I mean, the real problem is with terrorism is the fear, not that somebody is going to kill you. You're not in that much danger, right? As I said, more people die in a week of car accidents than were killed in the World Trade Center. It's difficult to say that because people say, oh, you're minimizing that horrible tragedy. No, not at all. I'm simply putting it in perspective. Your your chance of getting hit by lightning is thousands of times greater than your chances of being injured or killed by some sort of terrorist. So... This is very important for us to understand. Understanding is the antidote. And uh, that's what we're going to discuss in detail with a slide presentation and PowerPoint. We'll talk all about the physical side of relaxation and feeling safe. And uh, not only the role of fear, but of muscular tension and pressure and stress and the benefits, then, of feeling safe and relaxed. So we'll add to the lessons on breathing and prana and chi that we've talked about in the last couple of weeks. So if you're all enrolled for that, we'll see you in about 15 minutes at the premium training. If not, it's still plenty of time for you to enroll either for just today's class or a whole series of classes at a discount. Again, we begin in about 15 minutes. And we'll do a nice meditation here. Don't run. We'll, we'll take about 10 minutes to do a little meditation exercise now. But if at that point you want to jump over to the website, theagelesswisdom.com, just click on enter once you get there. After the W's, the T-H-E is part of it, theagelesswisdom.com. Click on Enter to go inside, click on Webinars, and then Premium Training, 
and you'll be able to sign up for a single class, only six ninety-five, or for a 13-week term, which provides a very nice discount, or the deepest discount a full year. And on the thank you page, whether you use your ATM card, your debit card, credit card, the ATM page will have the URL link, the password you need to get in, and actually a second password if you're going to listen live and you want to use the telephone or Skype. There's a numbers password there, too. So why don't you get relaxed? Hopefully this is a good time for you. You can sit on a pillow, as in yoga position if you're a meditator, or just use a chair. You can even sit back if you'd like and allow the chair to support you, the back of the chair. But sit up straight. The idea is to be balanced but not rigid. Shoulders back and down, ribcage opened. Make your head and neck nicely aligned above the spine. And think of yourself as open, open and sitting receptive to a downward precipitation, as if you're like a rain barrel or an urn that wants to receive this downward flow, and you're balanced and aligned, open and receptive. As you close your eyes, do that now if you haven't already, and begin to breathe, inhaling slowly through the nose. Inhale that prana, that chi. Hold for a moment as you peek, and then as you exhale just as slowly through the nose or the mouth, create and sense a letting go feeling. And a four or a five counts is good for beginners. Some of you may take even slower breaths if you're already nicely relaxed and an experienced meditator. You could count to six or eight or even ten as you inhale. But it's easy to do a four count, five, pause, and then exhale, one, two, three, four, pause, fully expired, and do it again. One, as you inhale, three, four, hold on, five, exhale. You don't have to count. You just want to get it nice and even, all right? And after three, four, or five nice, slow, deep breaths, Ah, and creating and sensing a feeling of relaxation. Let all the muscles in your body unwind and relax. Let the stress and tension just fall away. Place your awareness gently on the bottom of your nose and simply simply witness, observe, your breathing, your natural and normal breathing, allowing your body to breathe itself with its own rhythm at its own rate. And you simply watch at the very point 
on the bottom of your nose where the oxygen, the prana, the chi, the force that illumines and animates, enters and leaves the body. Just as if you were standing or sitting on the shore of the ocean. And as your body inhales, imagine waves rolling in gently. As you peak, they collapse on the beach, and as you exhale, the water is drained back into the ocean. But rather than measure your breathing to your imagery, follow the breath. Let the body take the lead automatically autonomically, just breathing. And today, put your attention as you witness the breath at the very bottom of your nose. You can scan your body slowly with your awareness. Move it from the nose down into the body itself for a few moments. As you feel muscles relaxing and unwinding. Most of us, our awareness resides behind your eyeballs. That's where you live. Some people live in their bodies. Maybe you do. But this may be a new experience for you to just imagine moving your awareness into the body to feel the letting go of muscular tension. Even a pressure cooker has a safety valve that releases when the pressure gets too high. Imagine you releasing, letting go of muscular tension. See, there's no fight, there's no struggle, there's no effort. If you pick up a piece of paper, crumple it up, and drop it in the trash, you just let go. You release the grip you have on the paper, and it falls. In the same way, release muscular tension in your feet, in your lower legs, and feel the letting go. And the upper legs and the hips, create and sense a letting go feeling. You can feel muscles actually relaxing and unwinding in the tummy, the abdomen, the belly, the solar plexus moving up into the rib cage. Continue to feel as you scan your body across the shoulders. Imagine relaxation flowing now down into your arms, like a gentle warmth through the elbows, forearms, and wrists, into the palms of your hands, the backs of your hands, and the fingertips. Feel the letting go. And then lift your awareness to the neck and shoulders. As you relax your scalp, You can feel the space around your ears sag or droop a little bit. 
Isn't it amazing how much tension you carried in the scalp and across the forehead you can feel the letting go? And if you wish, you can imagine yourself in a beautiful place that is safe, like a garden, a beautiful paradise, or a wilderness far from the roads, farther still from the cities. You can, allowing my voice to guide you, still hear birds singing and the wind in the trees. Feel the gentle warmth of the sun. Smell the fragrance of nature carried on the gentle breezes as you feel safer and more relaxed. And the feeling you're making all of this up is exactly right. Do this every day for 10, 15, maybe 20 minutes. It doesn't take time from your busy day. It will give time to you as you become more efficient, make fewer mistakes, and recognize opportunities you might have otherwise missed. Make it a practice, a daily practice. preparing now to return to the waking state. Remember the room in which you sit and what you'll see in a moment as you begin to inhale a nice, big, slow, deep breath through the nose. Breathe in. Hold as you peek. And as you exhale now, slowly, slowly, ah, there, open your eyes now, wide awake, alert, Rested, back in the room, feeling fine, better than before. Physical relaxation, to move your awareness into your body, recognizing that what you thought was danger was really just confusion. And the way to understand it is to, first of all, feel safe and relaxed. Practice that simple exercise this week and Join us next Sunday, 1 o'clock Pacific, 4 o'clock in the East, for the Mystery School at theagelesswisdom.com. Watch the newsletter. And uh, again, click on premium training if you've yet to enroll. We're going to go over there now. And we'll, with the slide presentation and the PowerPoint, go into this in a little greater detail. Hope you have an opportunity to join us over there. But at any event, we'll see you next week. As always, be gentle, love life, and take care of each other. This is Michael Benner. Aloha from Maui, Hawaii.